Welcome to the Habits of Success podcast, where we talk about different habits and how you can use them to change your life. My name is Ian Warner, and I'm your host. And today, we're going to be talking about why and how you need a reason to change. <laughs> I'm going to say that again. People don't change without a reason to do so. And uh, if you're feeling that people are uninspired to change in a direction that you're wanting them to, a lot of the reasons that's why people don't see the reason uh, for that change to be important. They don't see a reason to make, because basically it's like change is hard. People are going in a certain direction. They're comfortable. They're doing things a certain way that maybe they've been doing their whole life. And then all of a sudden someone comes along and says, nah, that's wrong. We're going to do it this way. That's hard. And the only way to make that change not easier, but to give, uh, to make that change happen quicker is to give people a, a reason to make immediate change. So a lot of times if you're not focused on providing enough reasons, that's the reason why people are not uh, uh, making the changes that you want to see. Um, they talk about this in the, in the book, The Power of Habit. Um, so The Power of Habit is a weird one because that book is one that I think a lot of people try to read. A lot of people buy it because it sounds, the title is really powerful. Um, but I think it falls short in terms of, it's just it's kind of a boring book, to be honest. Uh, but I still, even though, even saying that, I still think it's a book worth reading if you're into really understanding um, how habits work and the need for change. Because uh, I would say the second half of the book, it, it really starts zooming in on some examples in like the workforce and the real world of like, changes within organizations so not just uh, a change with an individual person where they say hey uh, I'm gonna make this change for myself but a change uh, where a lot of people are changing at one time and again it's the same whether it's an individual or a group there's a reason that drives that change so individually for example a lot of times people uh, a change that comes uh for some people, they could know their whole life. I need to lose weight. I need to lose weight. I need to lose weight. And it does nothing. It creates no change. But they go to the doctor. Doctor says, hey, uh, uh, you could be dead in you know, a couple of years if you don't change this course of action. All of a sudden, bam, they're on a diet. They change, they, they're working out. They're, they change their whole life up. And this happens so much when people have health problems, right? It does, it, people have the most money in the world. They spend all their time racking up dollars. And bam, they get one hit with one diagnosis. And their entire uh, health habits just change overnight, just like that. And yes, you can't make change overnight. And the reason why is because you have a reason, like you're losing your life is enough of a reason for some people to make that change. Across an organization, some of the examples they gave was like, uh, they're, they're talking about this one factory that they're trying to implement safe, uh, safety changes. And um, they knew that the place was not very safe. And they're trying to get people to... Uh, follow the right correct procedures and like listen to the way things are supposed to be done no one did until someone died and once someone died then they were like okay here's where that's the reason right that's a that's that's a wake-up call for a lot of people that hey do you want that to be you next if not here's what we need to do here's the things that we're going to start doing to make sure that um that that's not us and then people started making those changes um and even for me personally, like if you've been listening to this podcast long enough, my personal habit story stems from breaking my leg. 
I, I broke my leg playing football, had a spiral fracture, ended up having surgery on it twice when I was uh, in middle school. And after that happened, my parents used that as the catalyst to get me to start taking care of my body, start taking vitamins, start uh, stretching, uh, start, you know, taking, you know, recovery drinks after, after my training sessions, uh, start you know, focusing on my sleep and, you know, recording it and all these little things. Some of the, the, the best habits I developed as an athlete and that really helped me be, to become an Olympian, they all stemmed from that catastrophe I had, like, like in my life. That was like a big deal for me, right? Like I've been playing sports all my life, no problem. And then all of a sudden, bang, I'm in a hospital bed with, with pins in my leg. And, um, yeah, my parents used that. It was, it was very smart how they did that. You have to think about big moments in life where there's this huge shifts, where something traumatic happens, right? It's like you don't want that to happen, but you have to use those moments to create positive change. Because a lot of times, it's the traumatic. It's the big things that happen, the big events that, shape, that really shake people up enough to make them want to make a change. I think in, in, in the country right now, to some extent, we're seeing that with the whole George Floyd situation, right? It was enough of something. For some reason, it, it was enough to shake people up and go, whoa, something needs to change here. We don't know what, but something has to change, right? And people have been more willing than ever in history, I think, to, to make some of those changes. And, uh, but I think too often in our lives, um, we get frustrated on both sides. Um, one, these, these, these traumas, these big events happen and we don't use them. We let it go to waste. That's, that's one reason to be frustrated. But on the other end, we see the need for change, but we don't give people the reason. So then we get frustrated. Because maybe you can see the reason. Maybe you can feel why change needs to happen. But until you can get other people to feel that on, on the same level that you do, until you can get them to understand where you're coming from, but then to really feel the reason for change, the need for it, and why it will actually help people to avoid traumas that they don't want. Until you can get that in the people's heads, they're probably not going to change. The majority of people like things status quo. They like to do the same old, same old. They like to not have to think or change their ways of doing things, whether it's in their personal life or it's in the way they conduct uh, business. It doesn't matter. Um, people want to keep doing it the way they've been doing it uh, until someone provides not just a small reason, but a massive reason, one that shakes up their entire life until that point, chances are people are, are will keep doing things the same way. So focus on that. Focus on reasons. It's not that people don't are not capable of changing. It's that they have not been given enough reasons. You need to give people reasons. And I think this applies for the, uh, the drive to be successful at something. The drive to be successful at something comes from having enough reasons. Give people the reasons. I remember reading this in a book. When I was younger and it was talking about um, salesmen and the, uh, this one of the sales managers got all the salespeople on his team to write down their reasons for wanting to be successful. And what he learned quickly was that the people with the uh, most powerful reasons, like one guy, his, uh, his mom was dying of, uh, I think it was cancer, and he was, he was selling stuff to try and pay for her to do some of the things on her bucket list. And he said, that's obviously a powerful reason, right? So 
he was the one who was out there selling the hardest. And the people who had the weakest reasons, the reasons that were like kind of like like whatever, uh, they they were the ones who sold the least. And he always notices year in and year out, the more powerful your reasons, the the, the bigger that your drive is going to be to go out and get it and to do the things that you need to do. So keep that in mind. Like, what are your reasons personally for wanting to make any change that you want to make? When you think about the habits that, you know, you're putting in the habit stacker and you're thinking about, um, you know, taking habit mastery and going through the course, it's like all that stuff's great. It is. You want to learn everything you can about habits. Um, habits do have the power to change your life, but you need to give yourself the reasons. Like you have to have that catalyst that says, I'm making this massive change in my life because of this. And then you could go and go out and actually, actually make it and um, go be successful with that change. Um, but without that reason... Um, you're setting yourself up uh, for you're setting yourself up for failure. You're setting yourself up to try and do something for a little bit of time, and then uh, you you throw in the towel when it gets hard. So uh, that's what I got for today, you guys. Um, I'm gonna keep coming hard. You know, doing this podcast has been way harder with three kids, but I'm still out here, man. It doesn't matter. I come outside. You can probably hear some of the birds chirping right now. I come outside and knock it out. Um, you just have to take that approach where it's like no. No prisoners, man. No excuses, nothing. Uh, you just have to get after it and get it done. Uh, if you do want to check out my course, Habit Mastery, just go to course.thehabitstacker.com. That is course.thehabitstacker.com. And if you want to check out my book, Allergic to Average, go to allergic.thehabitstacker.com. That is allergic.thehabitstacker.com. Y'all be good.